hello, hello, hello. What's up, Victors? Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken today. We are your hosts, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Today's episode is very special. Mm-hmm. This is the 12th episode. Woo, woo, woo. Amen. And also the completion of season one. Yes. Woo. Yes. <laughs> we have come so far. And I hope you all are enjoying and receiving God's message and what He yes. sent here, what He sent us here to share with you. And with that being said, today's episode is titled Evacuation Plan. Woo. So whenever you're in a building, and you need to evacuate, depending on the situation, whether it's a fire, earthquake, I mean, whatever the situation is, and you need to evacuate, they always have an evacuation plan, right? Which is to guide you and to show you you're here, and this is the safest way to get out. And you'll also notice that you can never take the easy way out, mm-hmm. which is the elevators, right? <laughs> right. You got to put in some work. You got to take the stairs, right? And just like in life, depending on your situation, depending on your problem, sometimes you can't take the elevators. Sometimes there's no easy way out except to take the stairs, put in that work, right? Sit in your pain, put in that work to get out of whatever the situation is, depending on how bad it is. Mm -hmm. And so I created an evacuation plan that can be downloaded from the website, www.victoriouslybroken.com. And we're going to go over it now. Yay. I'm loving it. Loving it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the first room is the little green dot, just like on any evacuation plan that says you are here. And with that, no matter what the situation you're in, The first step in getting out is meeting yourself where you are. Right. Just like God does. Okay. And knowing that where you are today isn't where you're always going to be. Right. This is where you get attuned to your feelings and know that what you're feeling is okay. Right. Nobody can tell you how to feel. Right. During this situation. Only you know. Right. And just because you are actually in a certain spot and you are there physically doesn't necessarily mean you've accept that spot right mm-hmm. hmm. exactly Can you give us an example so <laughs> an example of being where you are and not accepting it there you go is when i moved into my townhouse at that time i felt like it was a blessing and a curse the blessing because this is what i prayed for but the curse because i was miserable I was uncomfortable. I was, the house wasn't really cleaned. It wasn't painted over. I mean, it was just a horrible, horrible beginning. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, and I tried to leave. I tried to get out of the lease. I tried oh, yeah. to look for, you know, <laughs> somewhere else to go. But I was running into all these roadblocks and all these complications because you know what? It wasn't meant for me to be anywhere else. But there, but where exactly. you were. Exactly. where you are. So I had to accept where I, where I am. And <laughs> then I started to accept it. I started to 
unpack and, you know, paint and whatever. And I even had to bless my house for the first time ever. I had to take the oil to the house because that's there how bad go. it got. There you that's go. How bad it got. <laughs> Mrs. T was on the phone with me, walking me through it and guiding me through my tears, my pain, my hurt, everything. Mm, so once that was done, I had to assess my mental state. This, yes. is, this is room three, y'all. Yes. This is where you assess your mental state. This yes. is where you assess your damage. How yep. bad is this? This is where you write down all your issues, all your problems, all your pain, all your hurt, your frustration. This is where you acknowledge all of the things. Yes. yes. Okay. It's yes. very important that you bring those to the forefront. Yes. Don't be afraid of them. Yes. A lot of times we don't want to admit to ourselves because we're ashamed and we're afraid of what we are feeling and what we did. It is okay. Right. Absolutely nobody on this earth is perfect. No. And, you know, we all battle through our problems. Our, right. This is how I got out of it, you know? So you have to accept who you are in that moment and where you're at. So when you move from room two, which is acceptance, right? You accept mm-hmm. it where you are. You accept it that season in your life. You accept it. So you just gave up trying to move. You just gave up. You said, okay. I'm going to not only accept, but I'm going to try to be content. Yes. And I'm going to be content. I'm going to walk in my acceptance. That's room two. I'm going to walk in this acceptance. I'm going to accept. And like you just said, room three, you, after you accept it, but remember, you cannot access, access your mental state, assess your mental state properly without first accepting where you are. Exactly. You have to accept where you are. And once you accept where you are, then like you said, invisible, you can move to room from room two to room three and assess your mental state. And like you said, we've all been through our stuff. We've all gone through what we've gone through and it is completely fine, right? Mm -hmm. You have to face it. Whatever the evil is that's in you, whatever that demon is you're trying to tackle, whatever that stronghold is you're trying trying to get rid of it, whatever that temptation is, whatever... Whatever it is you're going through, whatever the the depressed feeling is, whatever the anxiety, whatever that weight on your shoulder, whatever that weight on your heart, whatever that un, unreconciled thing or whatever that issue is, mm. you can assess it. And mm. how do you assess it? Just like you said, Invisible, you write it down. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to write it down. So it's so important when you look at the evacuation plan, Victor's, when you go in there, spend some time. It's okay to spend some time in this room. Yes. Because you may not, you may not leave this room for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You might be in this room for a long time. Mm-hmm. For a long time. Okay? Mm-hmm. For a long There's time. No time, time. There's no time limit. There is no time limit. And how much you spend in this room. Okay. Quiet as a cat. You might be in room two for quite some time. Because Amen. It's, 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 I'm just, I'm just like, okay. Like, when Invisible moved from two to three, I was like, wait, man, I haven't even, I have, I'm not done with room two yet. I'm still hey, trying to. You're going too it. fast. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to accept it. <laughs> right. Can I get through the accepting part? Like, can hold I, on. Can I get through that part first? Let, let's, let's let that linger. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's let that stay there real quick. Right. <laughs> Man, oh my goodness. So 
you know, and accept where you are, room two, assess your mental state, room three. And then that brings us to what? Step four, seek guidance. This is where you create your safe space. Mm-hmm. Because now you assess your mental state, right? You assess the issue. So this is where, oh, I need to talk about it. I need some help. I need, you know, I need some mm-hmm. guidance. So this is where you reach out to a reliable an emphasis on unreliable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, family member, a therapist, a life coach, a spiritual guidance, or heck, even a trainer, a personal trainer, you know, depending on whatever is your issue. This is where you seek out a reliable and yes. I emphasize that so much because you can't tell everybody everything. Mm-hmm. You can't tell everybody everything. Man. Because some people are stuck in their own things and, and they can't even help themselves. Man. Some people are going to keep you right where you're at. Come on. Because some people don't have the capability, the capacity yes. to help you to guide you out of where you're at. Exactly. And you know why? They don't have the capacity or even the capability of guiding you from where you are. It's because they don't have the capacity or capability of guiding themselves out of from where they are. Come on now. And so many times, many times, they want to keep you at the same level as they're at. Well, because they get insecure. They uh will feel just feel some type of way pre period if they feel at any point or moment in time that you are trying to elevate or surpass that level in which they are at listen and that my friends victors is called toxicity (laughs) (laughs) yes ma'am I don't know if that's a word or not, but it is today. It's going to be, it's going to be that today. That's what you call toxicity. (laughs) We we can't have the toxicityness of those types of people. (laughs) Amen. Mrs. Mrs. T coming through with this. Yes. It's very important to know who you can and cannot too. It's the same as you can't tell small minded people your big dreams because they're not going to understand it. Because it's not meant for them to. Right. They don't have that capacity. Right. You know, and you can't get mad because, oh, they hate and they hate. They're not hating. They just. No. They weren't meant. It wasn't meant for them to understand it. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. So we got, let me see. We got, we accepted where we are. Assess our mental state. We see guidance. So now what we got to do now, Mrs. T, after we seek that guidance? We have got to reintroduce yourself to your who. My name is what? (laughs) Allow me to reintroduce myself. Come on. Hey. 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 Okay. You have to, because somewhere along the line, right, you have lost your who in you. You lost your who in you. And what does that mean, Victor? Okay, I'm going to let you know what that means. You're you, right? Nothing you can do will ever change you. Your you is your what your name is, how old you are, when your birthday is, what skin color you may be. Your you is this outside physical appearance. 
right? That's your you. Your you is someone, a random stranger coming up to you and seeing your outside and seeing exactly, seeing what your you looks like, mm-hmm. right? But your who? <laughs> see, your you, we can see you, but your who? Mm. how are you going to introduce your who to us if you don't can't ever find the who in you well so you have to find your who you have to understand who you are so then now you can once you understand who you are then you can understand from whose you are and then you can go out and discover come on now I'm sorry, say that one more time. Once you understand who you are, then you will understand whose you are. Mm. <laughs> once you get that, once you have that vertical relationship right, mm. then your horizontal will be A1. Amen. Amen. It's so once so you get that set, right? Mm-hmm. That's room five. That That's room, room five. five. Mm-hmm. Now we on six, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's where you set realistic and obtainable goals. Oh, you need to say that again. Set what? Set what? Realistic mm-hmm. and obtainable goals. So you mean to tell me I can't say, yeah, I'm going to make sure I make a million dollars next month. I'm going to make a million dollars in 30 days. That's not, that's not realistic and obtainable. No. Oh, okay. No, not unless you can really make a million dollars in 30 days. No, that's, that's a dream. It's a difference between a dream and a goal, and a, goal. Exactly. A, a want and a need. Like it's exactly. different, it's you know, completely different. and considering what all you've been through, your goals don't have to be big, gradually right. build up. It can be small, like washing the dishes. And I mean, that's wholeheartedly sincerely. Cause listen, when I'm going through the storm, my house is a representation of what I'm going through on the inside. Okay. Yeah. When I'm not okay, I'm not going to do dishes. I'm not going to wash clothes. You know what I'm saying? I don't got time for that. Right. So for me to get back to me, it starts off by washing the dishes. Right. I let me set that goal. You know what? You're not going to sit and wallow today. You're going to get up and you're going to wash those dishes today. Right. You know, and I give myself time. I said, I, y'all, I said mad alarms for everything. I said alarms <laughs> for all people because You're I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. So I was setting an alarm, wash dishes at 6 30, you know, uh, because I got to, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. I got to do that. I got to make room. Mm-hmm. I got to make time. Mm-hmm. Set mm-hmm. small goals. Start off small before you, exactly. you know, set these huge goals because when you accomplish those goals, you, you feel just so great and amazing. And you just feel good about yourself because it's like, Oh, I achieved something. Right. Yes. So Mrs. T, I asked you like, now that we set this goal and we achieved it, what, what we do then? So now that you set the goal and you achieved your goal, you have to Make a clear record of your accomplishments. Write them down. Mm. When you go over your goal and you go back and you say, oh my goodness, I did that. I I accomplished that goal. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, I accomplished that goal. It's keeping a record of your accomplishments. It's just like being in school, right? 
Mm-hmm. Just like being in school on your transcripts, right? You get a report card that's for grade school, but you want in college you have transcripts, right? Mm-hmm. So you go through this class and you do all this hard work and you go through this class, you study hard, and then when you look at your transcripts, and then you see a letter grade by mm-hmm. that class. Mm-hmm. That is an that is a record, that is a black and white record of accomplishing that class. And that's what you need to do here. You need to write your accomplishments down. It doesn't matter how quote unquote small you think your accomplishments might be. Nothing is too small. Nothing is too small with God. Nothing. Every accomplishment counts. Every single thing counts. But guess what? Let, let me let me let me let y'all know something. You know, when we were setting your goals, and you know how you get excited because you get excited about setting your goals, right? You're like, oh yeah, I want to set these goals. Mm-hmm. And when you get excited, you want to tell somebody, right? Mm. You you get ready, you want to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Do you think you can tell everybody your goals? No, man. No. Guess and guess what else? <laughs> I got a scripture for that. Matthew chapter six, verse three. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Oh, can we put emphasis on that again? I'm sorry. Come on, honey. Come on. Let's do that again. Come on. Matthew chapter six. I'm just going to read part B. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Come on now. I, In other words, baby, everybody ain't got to know your goals. Everybody ain't got to know your vision. Everybody ain't got to know because guess what? Your vision, may you might be able to see it, but the person you tell it to might be colorblind. Listen, the story of Joseph. I Come love on. his story. Yes. He was seeing everything God was telling him. All his yes. visions. Yes. And he thought he could share it with his brothers. He loved them. They should love him, right? Of course, right? Of so course, naturally, you want to tell this to, to the people closest to you. Yeah, but no, but it no. got him sold to slavery. Listen, you do not want to get sold to slavery, honey, and get the life be out of you just because you wanted to share your vision with the wrong people who was already blind to it in the first place. Listen, they couldn't see what you see. God didn't show them that. They, he showed exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you got to move in silence. Sometimes you got to, you just got to show people. You can't tell them all. You can't tell everybody mm-hmm. everything. Now I'm not mm-hmm. saying be quiet because, you know, I have my circle. Exactly. Me and Mrs. T, I tell her everything. We both yes. have share the same goals, exactly. mindset about our businesses exactly. and what we got going on, what we want to see happen exactly. and everything like that. Because exactly. I know I created my what? That's step four. Yeah. I created my safe space. Yes. Mrs. Yes. Is in my safe space. You sought out guidance and that's your room for you sought out guidance. And that's what you did within that room. That's what you did. You created the circle, your inner circle that you know for a fact without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. But how did you know that though? But how did you know that? You only knew that because God showed you that. Yes, he did. That took time. What we have now, that took years to build. It took years. It doesn't happen overnight. No. No. no, Literally, I kid you not. (laughs) I saw her and she had on a shirt. And I said, oh, you got your shirt from Wet Seal. 
And I, and I looked at her like she had three eyes. <laughs> but that's because I knew she did something before, before that meeting, she did something. That's true. I never met this woman before. I didn't know nothing about her. And she did the realest thing ever in life. She came up to me and she said, I got to tell you something. I don't um, think we even knew each other's names. No. Right? Okay. Wait, we did. Well, you knew mine. You knew who I, I was. Know you. I knew you were all because your badge, but that's the reason. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Because I've seen your badge. Okay. Yeah. And then that's when you introduced yourself to me and you said, you know, I just wanted to tell you, I overheard X, Y, and Z saying this about you. I wouldn't trust them or talk to them because they had a whole little circle. They was talking about me. I looked, I was like, Oh, thank you. And I'm looking like, all right, I, I like, I ha- I knew at that moment, I got to figure out how I'm become her friend because me and her, we're going to be <laughs> friends. Then the next interaction I had with you, how I slip slide through that, I was like, you get your shirt from Wet Seal. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we just kind of build off talking like that, you right. know? But yeah, yeah, sometimes God would just reveal to you during certain situations who people you can trust. And like I said, I just mm-hmm. met her and I mm-hmm. could trust her better than I could trust the people who I've known for years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the truth though. That's the truth though. But that's scripture as well, because God said in his word, a friend will stick a closer than a brother. Emphasis on that y'all emphasis on that. Say it emphasis on that girl. A friend will stick closer than a brother. Mm. And that old saying that blood is thicker than water. Mm. Mm, that's not true no it's not that's not true because you can't choose your blood no you can't but you can choose what water you drink emphasis on that oh oh my god mrs t is coming with knowledge today i was not ready for honey i wasn't ready for either it just kind of came out i didn't know that (laughs) i had to write that down before i forget let me write that down wait a minute message hold on on. right Let me write that down. You know, that's the truth. There's so many different brands of water out here, you know, but it's only one color of blood. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's sad because you you want to rely on blood. You want to be close with blood, but it's not always thicker. It's not no. always like that. No. And that's okay. That goes back to your room too, even. Acceptance. Mm-hmm. Accept where you are. That's with everything, not just what house you chose to live in, not just what job you chose to be in, not just where what neighborhood you're you're living in, not just um what circle or what you know societal norm that you're trying to be a part of. Mm-hmm. That's acceptance of it all. That's acceptance of okay, this is how my family is. All right, help me, God, to accept that. Mm. Help me, God, to love them where they are. Oh, we back to room one. (laughs) We back to room one. Emphasis on that. Yes, yes. But that's also changing your mindset, right? Yes. That's changing your mindset too because you have to, prime example of what I said before, a lot of times we see people are capable of being a doctor. Mm. However, when it comes to you, they are only capable of being a nurse. You got to say that again. You got. 
That was good. Big, just listen to this. What? Wait, wait. Re- rewind that. You got. You got to bring that back. Bring that back. Sometimes we see people are capable of being a doctor, mm. but when it comes to you, they're only capable of being a nurse. You have to accept that. Accept the fact that they're not capable of being that doctor that you want them to be, that you know that they can be because that's just not their relationship with you. When it comes to you, they're just a nurse. As soon as you can accept that, you are able to love them where they are. Yes. You will be able to enjoy that relationship because you stop looking for what you want them to be because of what you've seen, the capability of them being. Yes. How about I even got, I got something else that just came to me. When you were saying that the doctor nurse scenario, mm-hmm. sometimes you be wanting that person to jump their specialty when it comes to you. Yes. They specialize. They are heart doctor, but yes. you're trying to get them to work on your brain. Listen, listen, baby, you will mess around and be paralyzed. <laughs> Or dead. Or dead. You can't expect a cardiologist all of a sudden turn into a neurologist. Come, Come on, on now. Come on. Come on now. That's not that's not how that works. That's right? not they, how they, that it's works. It's different levels to this. They got to go to school for that. They have to yes. study for that. They got to prepare for that. Yes. That's not them. So if you need a neurologist, then you're going to have to seek out that neurologist. Exactly. And that is okay. It's okay. Don't get it mad at the okay. cardiologist for just right. being a cardiologist. Come on. What, what did you expect? come on listen (laughs) and you know what and that reminds me of something that oh that my husband and I we talk about often you can't expect the you out of somebody else (laughs) oh yes amen you can not expect that amen just stop having those type of expectations that because you know what that is not only unfair to you, but that's unfair to that other person, whether you yes. like it or not. Yes. That's not fair to them. They can't help that they didn't show up. They can't help that they are always late. And you know that they're always late, but you're asking them to be here at this particular time, knowing that they're always late. And now you mad because they showed up late, but you put that expectation on them to be on time when they always late. Listen, so what you need to do is accepting them for where they are is telling them, hey, I need you to show up at seven and your but your party start at eight. So you know that, that's accepting them. That's where accepting they are. them. Thank you. Okay. That's not going around rearranging your life or nothing like uh-huh. that. That's just accepting them. Like my party is starting at eight. And if I really, if it's important to me, I really want you to be there on time. I'm going to tell you my party start at seven. Exactly. Because I know you're going to show up late anyway. So when you show up late, you're going to technically be on time. Exactly. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. And what I also had to learn is, like you said, I have to stop getting mad because people don't love me the way that I love them or the Mm. way that I love. Mm. I have to just accept that. And I have to accept the fact that this is just me. And if I'm going to be sorry about it, then don't do it. If I'm going to be upset that you didn't do this for me, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm just not not going to do it because exactly, you know, why? 
because doing at too that much. point it's not genuine and it's not coming from my heart exactly when I'm getting upset at you because you didn't do what I did for you oh it wasn't genuine then it wasn't genuine from the get-go so you were just you were just doing to get in the first place listen. which makes you wrong listen <laughs> makes you wrong because if it was genuine do. you wouldn't care if you got it back in return or not exactly whoo man dropping some jewels oh you dropping <laughs> some jewels and that just that really reminds me to really put that in a daily practice mm-hmm. to really understand that because it's easy don't get me wrong victors y'all we're saying this but it's hard for us to yes right? it, it, it is it is hard for us to we we trying to take our own advice and apply it daily okay <laughs> we just listen okay. we just two ladies coming together trying to keep it all the way thorough all the way real with y'all you know and trying to just practically apply scripture to our everyday lives yes in the in a way that we can not only exude who god is right mm-hmm. but we can also testify to why he does what he Ooh. does Yes. Oh, that was beautiful, honey. I love that. Testify. Why? Yes. Because that's the whole purpose of this show. We just sharing our testimony. We just sharing what, what, what he did for us. Exactly. That's all. Exactly. That's it. So make sure y'all record y'all accomplishments. It's so important to just write it down, to keep track. And it's also what I love. By now, you all know how much of a writer fanatic I am. I'm always <laughs> telling y'all, you know, go back write to chapter two, okay? You got to write it down. <laughs> you got to write it down, okay? <laughs> you got to make sure you write it down. So it's, it's so important to, you know, get you a prayer journal, get you a journal, yes. start recording, start writing your prayers out. Yes. And so when something happens, you can go back. And w- even when you're in a great place, mm-hmm. you go back and read. I've done this. You yes. go back and read some of your old prayer journals. Like, yes. oh my gosh, God, you have been answering yes. everything. Yes. You have been answering everything. Girl, you really do show right up. You really do show up and show <laughs> out. Like, okay, God, I see you. I see you be answering everything. Listen, I, real quick, just a quick story. I struggled with trying to find my prayer language. And it wasn't until I saw a movie, Letters to God. Mm-hmm. And that is one of my absolute favorite movies. It was just beautiful. And that is how I adapted writing my prayers out. Mm-hmm. And that has helped me a lot along my journey because just like Mrs. T stated, you can go back and reference whenever you think God didn't hear you, whenever you think he's not here, whenever you think he walked away from you, you have something to go back on and check. Um, you know what? He didn't leave you. Exactly. He's been right here the whole He was always time. there. <laughs> it was always there. My pastor just preached on that this past Sunday. God is always there. No matter what, no matter what you're going through, God is always there. He's he always never there. leaves us. We leave him. Honey, that is the truth. 
The best part about it though, is when you heal, when you allow God in your life and you heal and everything, you're going through your process. And when you get to that level, the whole purpose of it is to, is to reach out, help someone else. Yeah. I don't know how ever you try to do it, right? For me, it's this radio show. It's yes. sharing with you all that he has done for me. Yes. And it's allowing a safe space for you all to come on and to share your testimony too and yes. what he has done for you. Yes. Because this is not an easy road. No. It's not an easy life. No. And we would love to hear from you because your story is important. Your life has value and you can save a life by just sharing your testimony. Yes. You never know who is going through something and what they're going through and your story and how you got through it could be the very thing that helps someone else. Yes. And if you would love to share your testimony, please feel free to email us at I am at victoriouslybroken.com because in the words of the great poet abyss, this life isn't for me. It's for you. God gave me gray skies. So yours can be blue until next time. Peace and blessings.